Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter three, the first consequence, the first death, the first mercy. Then they ate the fruit. Genesis chapter three verses one to eight. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, "Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden?" The woman said to the serpent, "We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die." You will not certainly die," the serpent said to the woman, "for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil." When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. And they realized they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God, as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. When Adam and the woman ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they disobeyed God. They obeyed their own fleshly desires, and they obeyed the serpent, the devil. In essence, they said, "I will not follow God's ways. I will follow my own ways and the ways of the devil." They willingly ate the fruit, knowing God has specifically commanded them not to eat that fruit. This is sin, and they were going to have to face the consequences. We see the consequences came incredibly quickly. Their eyes were opened, but they weren't opened like they hoped, or the way the serpent told them. They were now aware of their nakedness, and they wanted to cover themselves. They tried to do this on their own by sewing fig leaves together. This is the first time they felt shame. Not only did they try to cover their shame, but they hid from God out of fear. The first feelings of fear. Genesis chapter three verses nine to thirteen. But the Lord God called to the man, "Where are you?" He answered, "I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid." And he said, "Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from?" The man said, "The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it." Then the Lord God said to the woman, "What is this you have done?" The woman said, "The serpent deceived me, and I ate." 
As their eyes were opened, they had a new experience, the first shame, the first fear. God came and found them in their shame and fear. He did not allow them to stay hidden, but he sought them out, and he gave them an opportunity to confess their sin. He questioned them. But in their shame and fear, they blamed others for their disobedience. Adam blamed the woman and blamed God for putting the woman there. The woman blamed the serpent for deception. Natural Consequences The first consequences for the first sin were natural. When we sin, the first consequence we feel is shame, and we need to cover it up. If someone steals objects or money from their company, he or she will have to cover it up. If someone lies to a boss, he or she will have to cover it up. If someone has an affair with a married person, he or she will have to cover it up. If someone is looking at pornography on the internet, he or she is going to have to find a way to cover it up. When people do sinful things, there's a lot of shame and a lot of hiding. This is a natural consequence. Then there is fear that someone will find out. In our fear, we seek to protect ourselves by hiding from God and from others. Our relationships with God and others are affected as we distance ourselves to protect ourselves. Personal Consequences God now addresses each one individually. Each one is responsible for his or her own actions. The serpent is cursed. Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 to 15. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. God first turns to the serpent. God says the serpent will be cursed as an animal, and there will now be enmity between the serpent and the woman, and between the serpent and the woman's seed. Enmity is hatred and hostility. The seed is the future generations which will come from the woman, and it is a specific seed which would fight the serpent. The serpent would strike the heel of this seed, but the seed would crush the head of the serpent. Who is this seed who will finally be victorious over the serpent by crushing its head? This is Jesus Christ, the one who will overcome the work of the devil through his death on the cross. Amazingly, at this very moment, the moment God's creation has become cursed and broken by sin, God looks ahead with hope to Jesus Christ. The devil will strike at Jesus' heel, trying to hurt him, but Jesus will crush the devil's head and will be victorious. In Genesis chapter 3, it may seem the serpent was the winner because he was successful in tempting Adam and the woman away from God. But we know that when Jesus died on the cross for the sin of Adam, the woman, and the world, and when he rose from the dead, the devil was crushed and Jesus completed a final victory. The Woman's Consequence, The Family Genesis chapter 3, verse 16. To the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, 
and he will rule over you. Then God speaks to the woman. Unlike the serpent, there's no curse for the woman, but God does speak to her about the realm of the family. Her consequence is she will have an increase in pain in childbirth. Her desire will be for her husband, and he will rule over her. Adam's consequence, work and provision. Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 to 19. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Finally, God speaks to Adam. God does not curse Adam, but he does curse the land. Adam will now have to work for his food. Adam's consequence will touch his work and his ability to provide for himself and others. Mercy in her name. After God speaks these difficult words, some incredible events happen. In the middle of this devastation, God shows mercy. The woman receives her name, Eve the mother of all people. Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. Though she will face a consequence, she is reminded of the hopeful future of generations to come. Even though she sinned, she has not been disqualified for serving in God's kingdom. God will use her to be fruitful and multiply. In this, she receives mercy. God will still use her. She still has purpose in his great plan. The first death and mercy in the covering. Adam and Eve had tried to cover their shame by sewing leaves together, but their covering was merely temporary. God now kills an animal to make permanent clothes for Adam and Eve. Genesis chapter 3, verse 21. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Through the death of an animal, the first death, Adam and Eve's shame was literally covered. The concept of death was not included in God's perfect creation. Sin brought death into the world. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people, because all sinned. Mercy in the Banishment After eating the fruit, Adam and Eve were forever changed. Sin had entered into their lives, and their perfect relationship with God was now broken. They were separated from God, and they needed to have their shame covered. God knew if they were to eat from the other special tree, the tree of life, they would be in this constant state of sin, separation, and brokenness forever. If they ate from the tree of life, they would never die and would therefore always be carrying this burden of their sin. Genesis chapter 3, verses 22 to 24. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. 
So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the Tree of Life. So God cast them out of the garden. We often think of this as their punishment, yet it was actually for their protection. God put an angel guard there to keep them out. This must have felt harsh at the time, but was merciful. He was looking ahead to redeeming Adam and Eve and to redeeming the world. Even in Genesis chapter 3, God had already prepared his merciful master plan where Jesus would bear the punishment once and for all for all men and women. John chapter 3 verse 16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 24 and 25 He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.